Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to all, to you, Hamish. Thank you, ahoy. And to you, Jack. <laughs> thank you, ahoy. Thank you. Thank you. To you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> thank for you, you didn't say anything. You looked at me. Thanks to you, Ando, too. Sorry, I was talking to Jack there. Thanks for your patience. Jack, thanks for your patience while I was thanking Andy. And Play on, Andy. Thanks to Tim. Yeah. from Detroit yeah. for sending us uh, a message of what he's up to today. Big thanks to Tim because we know it's complicated. <laughs> Hi, Hamish and Andy. This is Tim Fletcher from Detroit. Fletcher. And I'm going to be spending most of the day at my dad's funeral and oh. related events. So it's kind of a bummer, but I'm killing a little bit of time this morning listening to the latest episode and I'm hoping to hear some good power moves that I can unleash Jeez. on the unsuspecting well-wishers <laughs> at the wake today. Uh, keep up the good work, and um, maybe I'll say hi to you guys afterwards. Tell you how it goes. <laughs> well, first of all, Tim, or Fletch, if we may, yeah. um, we love you. Sorry to hear about your dad's passing. Best of luck today. Never had, <laughs> we have not received a funeral power move request. But boy, is it a great thing for us. I mean, obviously, he can go with a lot of handshake ones. Well, he can do a lot of the general ones. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we, we will have power moves on today's show. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. keep it in mind yeah. to see if any would be appropriate for Fletch. Yeah, all the best, Fletch. But I love the idea that he's going to spend the afternoon just thinking of what he can pull from just, these people. Just waiting for him to, you know, pull one of the classics, like uh, dropping his keys and yelling at someone to pick that up. Or, you know. <laughs> um, hey, last week on the show, uh, I brought up this. Uh, after, yeah. after I threw my nephew in the air, I brought up this. Yeah. I want to know, I know we've got a lot of great listeners out there. Yeah. Is there someone out there that could, is strong enough <laughs> To throw me or you or whoever wants to go. Oh, you can you can be the guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, throw, throw you in the throw air. us in the throw me in the air and see if it's enjoyable. See if it's enjoyable. Because you know my nephews love it. Hey, you mentioned classic Thor kid move from the the mountain yeah. from um, Game of Thrones. Thor Bjornsson, the world's strongest man. I follow him on Instagram, yeah. along with two point one million other people, mate. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mentioned him. Yeah. I also said, "Good luck. You're never going to get Thor." Yeah, I mean, he's the world's strongest man. He's got much more important things to do. Our produce- Game of Thrones is coming out. Our producers came in after that yeah. and went. So we'll contact Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Did, so he really, wasn't really listening. Do you want us to talk to Chris Hemsworth? You can talk to him. We'd have much more chance of getting Chris Hemsworth on the show than throwing you in the air than Thor Bjornsson. Thor Bjorn. Yeah. You're not getting Thor Bjorn. Put it out of your mind, I said. He's, he's far too big for this show. He would barely even do Joe Rogan, I believe, was the comment, and I stand by that. And so I said to the producers, no, well, let's try and... I wanted to stand in the face of Hamish here. No. Let's get... Thor on. What a waste of time. Sarah. I mean, we've wasted a lot of people's time on this show, and that would have been the biggest waste of time. Sarah said to me, we've heard back from Thor's management. Yep. As an academic exercise. Yep. And I, you know, we still means out. we can get him on. Yeah, but he, apparently she wouldn't tell me the price. But she she's said, told me she's whispered it. To she's me. told you, okay. So she wouldn't tell the, me the price, but she said to me, "Got to understand, Ando. Yeah. He is the strongest man in the world. Yeah, uh, he's got a lot of people that would like to see him perform these feats of strength, and yeah. he's got a lot of strong stuff to do. There's rocks that need to be moved. There's people that might have a washing machine. Yeah, there's also they, a, a guy over here that needs to be thrown in the air like a, a toddler. And I know it's enjoyable, but. There's probably a Saudi billionaire hmm. who needs his washing machine quickly chucked on the roof or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, that's the he's kind so of gig Thor's doing because that's where all the cash is. Okay. And I don't blame him at all. He's the world's greatest we've, athlete. We've spent silly money on 
oh, sillier mate. things. Let me just say, yeah. for your own, yeah. just so you're not upset, yeah. move on. Okay. I've seen the number. <laughs> I think it's fair that Thor's <laughs> charging as much. You've got to remember, he'll, I'm pretty sure he lives in America. Seriously, Even though I think he's have from to, Iceland. We'd have, we'd have to fly him out and he wouldn't come on the show unless we agreed yeah. to do it, fly him out and pay him the fee. I what, think if we booked him, you then get to have a phone call with him to promote the upcoming trip, which okay. makes it sounds about right. Yep. Book anyone at the top of their game. If you book Usain Bolt, yep. you would expect... A, an interview you would to expect promote... A phone call to go, yes, I'm coming. I'm looking forward to coming out to race um, and... Yeah. Even if, you know, <laughs> yeah. we know he's not. Yeah. Otherwise, if you were looking forward to it, you'd do it for free. Yes. Um, but, you know, you'd expect a bit of a chat to pump up the event. Yep. So we're not even going to get anywhere near that. Not get the chat. Not well, the chat. we could, depending on how much money we're prepared well, to Well, let me just say, you'd have to fly Thorball first class. Yes. He's enormous. That's 20. That's he's 20 almost seven foot. Grand, probably, from America. 20 grand minimum. Mm. And he's probably going to want a mate. <laughs> well, he's making fly economy. <laughs> no. Not if, not if you're travelling with four. <laughs> okay, Too okay. embarrassing. Yep. Uh, so there's 40. Just just in flights and costs, I'd say we're looking at 50. You know, 50. Okay. Then there's his actual just fee for doing it. Yeah, what's the fee for throwing a person up in the air? 50. 50 grand. 50 grand. Wouldn't, it wasn't for throwing someone. He doesn't have a price <laughs> listed for throwing someone in the air. But it's 50 grand to come out yeah. and go, all right, you wanted the best in the world. Here I am. Yeah. I actually think that's very fair. He's the best in the world. Yep. I mean, well, otherwise, you, if it was like a thousand dollars, he'd be spending every spare minute at twenty first, throwing everyone in the air, or <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, juggling kegs That's or whatever. True. He's not a circus act; he's yeah. a high performance. He's human breaking beings. records no human beings ever touched before. So, Sarah, did you in chatting to his manager? They said, would have laughed at us. Did, did they laugh did at you, us? Did, did, did they? Did, were there words? Did they say you're not getting four? Come, come, come in, come in here. Come in, <laughs> did you say, Sarah? Did you say what we wanted him for? Uh, yes, I did say what you wanted him for. You're and they right. actually and took it very seriously. Like yeah. the emails back from his agent were serious. Yep. And they, they said, if you want him, then the fee was part of the phone call, like you mentioned. Yep. And then they said that will be 50 grand. To throw me in there. He yeah. would throw you around like a rag doll. <laughs> what are you, 90 kilos? Yeah. He's deadlifting close to 500. I think he's yeah. over 500. Well, I don't want him to throw me around like a rag doll. I just want him to throw toss, you around toss like an me in the air like a toddler. He, he, he could probably do it one-handed. Um, if we got you in some overalls, he'd grab a handful of the back of the overalls. Yep. Parents would know that's a good place to scrunch the kid because it kind of yep. grabs them by the straps. He would just piff you in the air. He might throw you <laughs> over the building. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Sarah. Well no done. Um, rather than uh, spend 50 grand yeah. plus... Uh, accommodation expenses. So very little change out of a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Before we thought, before we jump at that, it's a good option. We'd look into other well, luckily, strong men. Luckily, mm. we were contacted by Australia's strongest man. Mm. I don't know his stats. Yep. I bet you they're impressive. Boy, if you, yeah. Uh, he's Eddie, Eddie's his name. Eddie is his name. I don't know any more about him than that. I just know he's Australia's strongest. So you'd say if you're Australia's strongest, you'd be in the top ten in the world. <laughs> Let's just ask him. We've got him here. <laughs> We've got him in now. He joins us on the phone. Eddie. Hello. Eddie. Oh, Eddie. I'm not sure if you just heard my intro there. Um, <clears throat> I presume since you are Australia's strongest man, and thank you so much for joining us, that you would be in the top ten of strongest people in the world. Would, is that correct? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, well, I beat um, 11 of the strongest men in the world at the Arnold's competition recently, so I came fifth. Fifth? Fifth. This is huge. And that, yeah. at the top hand, it's probably a hair separating everyone. Have you met Thor uh, Bjornsson? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. You know who I'm talking about, though. I'm, I've been talking about Thor quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I told Andy, I mean, Andy, first of all, we're really lucky to have you on the show. Mm. I mean, to have the number five strongest man in the world and two-time Australia's strongest man. I'm just seeing here now. This is a huge honour. And just on the weekend, I won Southern Hemisphere strongest man. <laughs> oh, we've got a guy hot. He can, basically, he can probably yeah. lift up the hemisphere. <laughs> yes. I, I thought I felt something shake on the weekend. It was probably you putting your deadlift down. So it, what, no, what? It, was, it was my plane landing. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, Eddie, what? Oh, how much do you weigh? I weigh 190 kilos. Wow. Andy's worried. Last and week when we were talking about this, Andy was worried. You might have heard that you'll be short. He's worried because Andy and I are quite tall guys, around mm. about 190. Mm. And he's yep. worried that um, no one will be, quote, tall enough to throw us in the air, at which point I said to him, mate, Thor could easily do it. He's the mountain from Game of Thrones. Are you tall yep. enough, do you think, Eddie, to throw Andy in the air like a toddler? I reckon, I reckon it's possible. Yeah. I think I've just got to teach you how to become a barbell, like just to be stiff. Yep. Oh, oh wow. When, we, when, I, when I go to press you, if you're moving around, you won't go as high. Yeah. Hang on. Press uh, me. <laughs> so are you thinking, Eddie, to do sort of like you make Andy go flat, like you might see in the Olympics, so like a clean and jerk? And then, and then I'll just throw him in the air and then hopefully try and catch him again. <laughs> Now that's not, um, and I, I'm sure Andy doesn't. I, that when I chuck my kids in the air, yeah. I won't do an Olympic lift. I will <laughs> usually grab them under the armpits, yeah. piff them in the air that way, and that seems to be an exciting way for toddlers to fly. Is that a possibility to push Andy up into the air like that? What if you were up on a platform kind of thing? Could you do it that way? Uh, yeah. Well, well we can play around with it. Okay. <laughs> but, okay yeah, my, but my my idea my idea was I was just gonna. Like uh, get you to lean with my arms uh, into my arms yeah. onto my hands, yep. and then I was just going to throw you up in the air. That sounds that about sounds, right. I mean, <laughs> it sounds kind of. Like I guess we can do this. We're having to get you down, like to get you here to the studio for next episode. H- how um, many kilos can you lift above your head normally? Uh, One hundred and sixty. Wow, yeah, 160. That's, that's above us. Okay. <laughs> um, okay good. And now I've just been handed a quick fact sheet here mm. for you, um, Eddie. Sorry, we should have done our research a bit quicker. You eat 4,000 calories on a normal day and 8,000 calories near a competition. Now, yeah, probably probably more leading up to competition because um, the weights get heavier for my training, so my coach will program because there's no point doing heavy weights every day because yeah. you'll just wreck yourself. That's a mistake I make. Competition. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. It's so annoying. I've always, every day I've been bench pressing 500 kilos a day at the moment and yeah, you just get fatigued, honestly. I, I feel for you, man. I feel yeah, for you. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring up the calories is because I had a conversation with Jack yesterday. Jack is what we call a thin man who yeah. wants to be a strong boy <laughs> and Jack's got a trainer at the moment. Do you know this, Andrew? No, Who's told him to up the calories. So oh, my goal is 3,000 a day. And and so that's a lot of calories, I thought. Like, yeah. this is the opposite of people that want to lose weight. Yep. Do you have a tip for Jack on how he can get his calories in? I blend everything. Okay. Not not everything, but, you know. We well, yeah, not counts. Like fruits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just blend it all. No. Um, like uh, porridge, you know, like things that can be blended in fruits. Would you blend meat? Like breakfast. Uh, not really, because that. It's oh, disgusting. Well, it, it, there's, there's a thing that uh, Brian Shaw does. It's called oh. Monster Mash. Mm-hmm. And he gets uh, mince. He kind of turns it into like a soup. Oh. And then he puts rice in it. So then it's like a, a risotto kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Right. Mincy yeah. risotto. Raw mince or cooked, cooked mince? Monster. Cooked, 
Yeah, cool. Cool. It's like a hot, hot mint rice milkshake, Jack. That's Jack, what it takes. That's what it takes, oh, mate. That's what it takes. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you ready to do so, that, Jack? I'm not ready to do that just yet. <laughs> Any... I'm doing a lot of peanut butter. Uh, oh, oh, you mad dog. dog. <laughs> there in no time. <laughs> <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> so, Any... Killing it, Jack. Killing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, gosh. Coles, hopefully they can stock enough. <laughs> Jack's probably angling for some sort of peanut butter sponsor knowing his form. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of Pix peanut butter. I really do love Shark Jack. Jack I, got the, I got the brand in first, so now I got the sponsor. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie. Back to the task at hand. When you toss me in the air, yep. um, multiple tosses or just the one one toss? I'll, so you'll, I'll throw you in the air and then I'll catch you like... Um, you know, like a damsel in distress. Okay, so you... you <laughs> <laughs> a damsel catch. <laughs> That's exactly what we want. Great. Can right. I... Can I, show, I need no, Ando, Ando, I'd like to make a suggestion here because I don't think it should be a predetermined amount of throws and catches. Yeah. When you're chucking a toddler in the air, the unwritten rule yeah. of un- uncle throwing or yeah. any parent, parent throwing, mum, yeah. dad throwing, is... The kid says more, more, more yeah. until your back gives out. Like <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the traditional child-adult relationship. Yep. There's go, actually a really, really funny thing I do with my son. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, holding his hand and spinning him around, I hold his hand and his leg. Yep. I don't and do I that with my boy. Like aeroplanes. Merry-go-round? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like aeroplanes. Yeah. yeah, my little guy loves aeroplanes. Yeah. We could do that with Andy too. But, 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 I, but that's more like a hammer throw. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if Andy wants some aeroplanes, he can ask <laughs> Uncle Eddie to do aeroplanes too. And Eddie, remember, you've, <laughs> got, you've got the right here as the grown-up to go, no, 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 that's <laughs> it, enough. that's it. We might go and watch the footy. <laughs> well, should yeah. we be getting... So, Eddie, <clears throat> we need to ask you, so you're happy to come down to Melbourne. Whereabouts yeah. do you live? I live in the Central Coast. Central Coast, okay. Right. If we organise flights, um, are you happy to come down and toss me in the air? One, that's the first question. Yes. Great. I felt like the, the, the amount of thought you've put into it seems like yeah, it was yeah. yes. Do we need any padding? Should, I be, should we be getting... Um, we thought we might just do it on the balcony here, like the rooftop. Do I need yep. any padding that we can organise or you're confident? Well, that's a lot of padding because if you... Go over the edge of the roof. And you no, might... no, 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 We've got a whole week <laughs> to pad the whole street. No, I don't expect no, you. No, to... no, no, no. We'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. Okay, yeah, you, you'll catch really him. Funny. You'll catch him. All right, all right, mate. Well, we'll see you <laughs> next week. Can't wait. I'll get Andy to practice his damsel, <laughs> damsel catching. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've had a plan in my head. Okay, good. <laughs> we can tell. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Haim, it's time for this. <laughs> the look of satisfaction on Jack's face is priceless. We have to put it online one day. Yeah, when he actually fires off an effect on time. Yep, because we sort of go like... scheduled effect, the one he, we requested. Yeah, here's the way the show's going to go. We don't actually go get it ready, Jack, because yep. you shouldn't have to because someone's no. been in radio for about <laughs> 10 to 15 years mm. like Jack. So he's always rapt to know that he's doing the same level of achievement yeah. that basically a year one radio yes. novice yeah. would be doing. Yeah, <laughs> so but he's got it. He's got it. Um, power moves. The coffee table book is coming together. Thank you very much. Everybody's sending them in. It's. I think we speak for, uh, I think I speak on behalf of Ando here and Jack when we say we're so grateful for them. We thought when we announced the coffee table book, people would go, well, they've obviously got enough. Yeah. 
it has inspired a flood <laughs> yeah. and the quality has risen. Exactly. I thought we'd see a lot of double ups and we're just seeing so many great, unique new PMs coming in. It feels too early to say this, but it could be like an encyclopedia eventually. Yeah. There could yeah. just be could a be lot volumes. of volumes. Yeah. I'm be, I think we should begin referring to it as volume one. <laughs> volume one. Um, hey, I'll kick us off. Kick us off. From Mark Just. He yeah. goes, this works well everywhere. Oh, <laughs> love it. The, where there are a group of people you are not currently talking to, yep. but you have to approach and get in the group. What you do is you walk up to someone that's in the group, a friend or colleague, and go, here you go, mate, have a mint. <laughs> so essentially, yeah. immediately the group now looks at this person and establishes that this person has bad breath. And, and you're, you've come in to assist them. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's great. You could even vary it to, here's the mint you asked for. Yeah, yeah. You could vary because then that, if they that's go lying, but yeah. here have a mint isn't lying. That's true. It's not lying. I don't have too much of a problem with sometimes lying <laughs> in power moves. Because <laughs> yep. if you go, here's the mint you asked for, mm. they'll go, I didn't ask for a mint, and you can go, oh, oh okay. of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate power. Ando mm. uh, comes from Chris Clark. Very simple, um, easy to execute. A lot of people at a, in a lunch situation. If you're a working person, you might eat at, I don't know, the cafeteria, or you might be somewhere buying your lunch. Mm-hmm. This is for when you're in, in the queue okay. waiting to pay for your lunch. Let's say at a small business or a cafe, not a chain store for reasons that become apparent. Make sure your mate is in front of you yep. in the queue. And as you're lining up in the queue, ask to borrow a couple of dollars. Hey, mate, sorry, go to three or four bucks. Then when you get to the front, put it straight in the tip jar and make sure the server <laughs> noticed you do it and they didn't. They noticed your mate didn't tip. And the amount's so low, you'll probably not get asked for it back. That's definitely an asshole move, it's I right, would say. Right. This one, I, I don't think it's asshole. And they said it's asshole? Um, I think it's up to the interpretation. That's why I think we'd have to make a group decision on it. Uh, he said, uh, sorry, it's from Katie Melly, so it must be a mellow. Uh, Katie Malloy, maybe. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll get it right we'll when get... we accredit it in the book. Yes. She says, note, requires a generally placid pet. Okay. So you d- she says, sleeping baby could be used as a substitute. Oh, sorry, I was thinking like a lizard or something. Yeah, that would work, but maybe a cat or a dog, but it's not too hyper. Yeah, a low-energy cat. When I'm on the couch and feeling hungry or thirsty, but I can't be bothered getting up, I call my cat in to sit on my lap. Oh, yeah. A few minutes later, I get the attention of whoever is around and alert them that the cute creature is on my lap resting. Good. And that I'd love to get something to eat or drink, but I can't move Alfie. He looks so comfortable. Cat is better than lizard. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) People usually then go, oh, okay, we don't want to disturb the cute pet, and they go and serve you. Great. Yeah. Really good. That's not asshole. I don't think it's asshole. That's just clever. Yep. That's just using that's just using your your cat for the good of the good of the world. Mm. Colin Tubb. Not the world. Yourself. That's true. For, good of for, your world. For good of your media world. Gain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Colin Tubb, Canadian podcaster Ando. Um, now, this gives us a little insight into those that live in much snowier climes than okay. us. because uh, obviously we're an Australian podcast. We don't have the situation where snow falls we don't get on our homes. Snow-based power moves. No, this, this is, is a snow-based power move. But this is for like in suburban areas where you're at risk of getting snowed in. Now I know a lot of our audience that could be applicable too, so we include it for that reason. Got a power move for you that I'm sure will benefit a lot of your international podcasts. As you said, uh, I live in Canada. Whenever there is a small 
All in capitals. Very small snowfall. Always go out Im- almost immediately, very early, to shovel your sidewalk, then shovel your neighbours. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's best you make sure they know it's you doing it. Yes. So wave through the window. Keep uh, keep this up and every every possible chance you get when there's just, just a skiff of snow or ice <laughs> or it's really light and fluffy. Then when the big heavy snowfall comes, make a warm cup of coffee and sit inside <laughs> while you wait for your neighbour to go out and shovel the sidewalk because they know they owe it to you. <laughs> really like it. Dimos writes in Ham oh, and he says, make a statement that another person would absolutely agree on. Yep. Right? But then at the end of it said, and I say, and I don't care what you say. The example, <laughs> I said to my wife, we have the cutest little baby boy, and I don't care what you say. <laughs> she, she was immediately on the defensive going, I think he's cute as well. And and you're just saying that because I'm powerful. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, Ando. Glenn Robinson, all right. He goes close to Glenn Robinson. I thought it was for a sec, (laughs) um, but it is Glenn Robinson. It's Mm. he's cleared the identity. He's cleared the background check. I like this because we could do it here. We work in a building when we come to the podcast with various people in there, and everyone has name badges on. So he goes, "This works best in a commercial building or an office building where a lot of people wear name badges or security tags." Mm -hmm. Because I like a power move that uses this because people forget they've got their name on. Yes. I do it on planes sometimes, or I fantasize about doing it on planes Mm. because you see someone like one of a satchel that has a name tag on it. Yep. And you're looking, oh, Jennifer, right. My favourite one was... Because then you could be like, Jennifer, right? And they're not going to go, you've seen my satchel tag. No. Yep. My favourite one was at working at the tennis where everyone had their photo as well. Yeah. And if you didn't know someone's name, all you go is go, oh, give us a look at that photo. How funny is that great, photo you've great, got? Great, Daryl. Great, great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What are you using for your lanyard clip? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just a normal one. <laughs> Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. In a similar vein. Catch a sneaky glance mm. of their, which is easy in an elevator situation too, because yeah. <clears throat> everyone's looking ahead. Uh, as the person exits the lift, mm. just before the doors close, call out their name. <laughs> <laughs> the person's left stranded on the other side of the lift, wondering what's going on. You can add, "Is this yours?" So a bit of like, you know, oh, Rebecca, is this yours? Doors close. Oh. Ultimate power move. It causes them to sit there wondering and doing a personal stock take. Yeah. If you're if they're out of eyesight. They don't know what they've left in a lift. Very good power move. You never get, never get clever. Here's the other reason I wanted to bring this up. Mm. Glenn Ritt wrote in. I didn't tell you the start of the email. He wrote in and he goes, Oi, two power moves for you, both involving elevators. Mm. First power move, the one I just told you. Mm. There is no second power move. Mm. All right. I think he power moved us by telling us there was two. Yeah. uh, Yeah, because he goes one of two. Yeah. And then I'm scanning the whole rest of the email going, oh, he's got me. He's got me. He one of two'd me. That's a good power move. Hame, um, obviously a lot of people go to hamishneed.com. We really appreciate that. And they reach out to us for yeah. uh, anything. Favours. Really. And, uh, and sometimes favours. Favors. Um, on our form for our valued and important podcasters. Yeah. Uh, so actually, favours are very rarely asked. No. They basically tell us about their lives. This yeah. happens to be a favour. Um, special skills are, are listed. Then uh, it, there's also a question, what's your biggest secret? And also, what have you put off for so long? It's awkward. Yeah. Tim joins us now because that was the question, Tim, that uh, spiked my interest. Um, Tim, welcome. Ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. How are we, boys? Ahoy, Timmy. We're very good. Um, 
Tim, tell yeah. us, tell everybody what you put down for uh, in answer to the question. What have you put off for so long? It's awkward. Uh, I knew you guys would bring this one up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a couple years ago, a friend of mine borrowed some money. Yep. Um, so she had seven hundred dollars. Um, that's a tune. Forgot to pay it back. Forgot to pay it back. It. So you're worried that she's forgot to pay $700 back and then you said you feel like you're a bit of a tight ass. You actually mentioned I seem jack level tight wow. to go <laughs> to, to go and ask for it. I mean, I personally... The thought, of, the thought of Jack <laughs> lending $700 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fills me with pure hysterics. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, I get it. It is awkward to ask for money back. Yeah. So we thought we'd 700 do... 700 though. You, gotta, you can't let 700 slide. Can't let 700 slide. Uh, Tim, what's the friend's name? Uh, so that was Fenella. Yeah. Fenella, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you've given our producers Fenella's number. Um, what we thought we'd do, Tim, is we've got Keegs here, who uh, is an afternoon jock on Hit yep. Music Station here. Keegs, welcome. G'day, guys. Uh, Keegs is one of the best in the business. Yes. Um, we've known Keegs for a long time. Based uh, out of Fox FM in Melbourne, mm. um, broadcasting coast to coast. Yeah. If you got the equipment, <laughs> <laughs> but specifically around the Melbourne metropolitan region. But if you're in WA, yeah. Yeah. sure, there's ways to get it. <laughs> Tim, what we thought we'd do is we've invented a new prize giveaway, which we're going to randomly give to Fenella. Yep. So Keegs will call her number. Say it's Keegs from Fox yep. FM. Go. Ask her her name. So obviously we hear it. Then we'll go into yep. the rigmarole of giving away this random amount of cash. That yep. cash will be seven hundred dollars. Use it seven hundred bucks, <laughs> and then we'll see if that prompts her to think of anything she may do with the money. Because really, what we're going for here, <laughs> and what the what the objective of this is, is it's a it's to jog her memory, yes, isn't it? Yes. It's to get her thinking about two things: seven hundred dollars yes. and debt. <laughs> and if we can do that, hopefully the thought bubbles to the surface. And Keeks is yeah. very very good at this. One of the absolute Keeks. Would you agree that one of the absolute staples of your job yeah. is the phrase, what would you do with the money? I've said that more times than I can possibly count. <laughs> it's, the, it's the first thing you practice when you join an FM radio station. And how would that change your life and what would you do with the money? So, so Keegs knows what he's doing here. You're in the hands of the very best. Uh, Tim, you stay put. We'll put you on hold. You yeah. had to hear it. And, um, and good luck, uh, Keegs. Obviously, um, if I was doing this, I'd go, Fenella, how are you going? You don't know her name. It's a random giveaway, so definitely <laughs> ask us at the oh, top. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. um, good luck, buddy. All right, here we go. Hello, Fenella Reed speaking. Hi, is that Fenella? Yeah, hi. Fenella, hey, you don't know me. It's Keegs here from Fox FM. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Have you just got a quick minute? Trust me, this is something you, you really want to be going to be a part of. Yeah, I'm just about to go into a lecture, but you can make it quick. Okay, we're going to make it quick, and you are not going to regret it because... We're going to be rich! Yeah, I love the money. Doling out the dosh. When you least expect it. That is so random. Fox FM's... Give me the money. Random Riches. Fox FM's Random Riches Fenella, we have randomly punched in your phone number into the computer here. We've drawn yeah. you out, and we're about to give you some cash. Oh. Are you are you ready for this? Yeah, sure. I love cash. And the best part is you have absolutely nothing to do, right? We are going to just fire up the computer, find out how much cash you have won, and then it is all yours. Are you sure? I am sure. I am dead set serious. <laughs> Your number has come out. Is this a lucky day for you or what? Oh, it'd be a pretty good day, even if a dollar's a dollar. I know. It's better than a lecture, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. 
Fenella, are you ready to find out how much cash you have won? I am. Fenella, here we go. Fox FM's Random Riches is paying you out. This hour's Random Riches amount, $700. (laughs) $700! What? (laughs) You've won $700, Fenella. Are you for real, though? I am for real. Can you believe we are giving you $700? I actually can't. I mean, straight away, what are you going to do with that, that amount of money? I'm going to buy some textbooks. <laughs> You're going to buy some textbooks? Something super boring, very, very Yeah, much I mean, you could do that. That's something that, I mean, I understand you're at uni. Textbooks are expensive. You, uh, I mean... Or, or I could buy my Splendor tickets. I could also go towards that. Splendor tickets. <laughs> you you mm. like music festivals? I can't help myself, really. Yeah, I mean, so many things you could do with it. You know what's something else that people are doing with money? A lot these days, they're um, paying off debts and things. Do you have any debts? And That's also a really, really good idea. I should probably do that. Yeah. Any? What do you want to pay off? Anything in particular? Like, oh, surely seven hundred off my hex debt takes it down to what, like, yeah, thirty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Seven hundred dollars, specific amount. There's no one else that you, anyone else that you want to give seven hundred dollars to. Kind of give it to my mum, maybe. Your mum? I don't have any. Yeah. Do you don't, you, okay. Anyone else you owe $700? <laughs> I don't think so. No? It's not off my head. No? Okay. Do you have a name, you have a name yeah, for you, me? You don't want to give Tim Greaves $700? Lol, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I f***ing knew it. This whole time. Sorry. This whole time I was just like, this sounds super, super dodgy. Tim's at that work thing back in the coast. It's Hamish and Andy here, Fenella. You're kidding. No, <laughs> you're on the podcast. Tim reached out. He, he didn't have the guts to ask you, so he As didn't. If I so paid him that, well, I paid half back. <laughs> well, Tim's Tim. vibe, and all we can really work off here yeah. is that we. He sort of we said, is, is there something you put off for so long it's awkward? And he said, uh, yeah, I just don't know how to ask Vanilla for this seven hundred dollars back. So we were trying to jog your memory a bit with Tim. Did she pay half back? I mean, Tim's here. Do you want to say hello to Vanilla, Tim? Hey, wait, fella. <laughs> what a stitch up. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a stitch up. <laughs> I, des- I deserve this. I mean, to be fair, I do deserve this. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It has um, been a while. We'll let you guys. No Vic, I assume, no interest, <laughs> which is good. Um, we'll let yeah. you guys discuss that. I think our job's ju- done. I think your memory has well and truly been jogged. Um, yeah, I definitely hate myself, yeah. Well, Jack pointed out this is really a $1,400 swing because you probably thought you had <laughs> 700 and now you don't and you're down 700. <laughs> so it's a real kick in the pants. Um, it's fine. I needed this. It's fine. You need the kick. Okay. Well, we're going to send you out a token of no value. Yep. Um, it's got no value. Uh, it's, a th- it's certainly a thank you. It's a th- well, you can Doesn't proceed. Doesn't count towards the 700, just to be clear on that. <laughs> certainly has no value, monetary or otherwise, but you can assign it value later. <laughs> Fenella, what, what subject are you doing? I'm doing construction management. Oh, yeah, damn it. I thought we, yeah, Annie and I, I might have had an old textbook we could help you out with. <laughs> yeah. um, but our Fine. mate Whipper did construction management. Yeah, yeah. He failed, though. Oh. Yeah, he failed, so you don't want his textbooks nor his notes. Um, <laughs> guys, thanks so much. We'll leave you to it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Work. Well done, Keegs. Perfect. Cheers, thank Keeks, you. Solid. Thanks, Anola. Yeah, so, I mean, random riches then turned into maybe we can give you a 10-year-old textbook. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as cool a contest. Same question for you. Yep. Going medical. Yeah, great. Smart to come to me. Is is a responsibility of the doctor to say they're going to put their finger up your bottom before they do it? 
Uh, who's the doctor? GP? Uh, no, I went to a proctologist, so oh. I, knew, <laughs> I knew... Oh, that definitely changes things. I knew that... You it, knew it was coming. That was the area that he might play in. Well, he's, <laughs> not, knew, he's not playing. I knew he's the arena, playing. though. Well, I, knew... I doubt he was whistling. <laughs> or... No, but... Or if did he bring in another mate and go... No. <laughs> They, if your serve or mine. If you heard giggling and you could feel a very small soccer ball rolling around in your colon, then that's not on. That's absolutely not on. No, he he said, let's have a look. Um, yeah, that's what and, a look is. Look and, in a field. A no, field no, no, uh, with a proctologist. No, no, he said, let's uh, he goes, give us a look. And it was something what I thought was going to be superficial. I've got, mm. un- like I had an abscess a, 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 a while ago. Look, a look is a visual thing. Yes. And... And I had an abscess that hadn't really healed so well. Mm. And so he goes, let me have a look. He said, drop your strides. They always call them strides, doctors, as well. I think it's to put you at ease. Uh, okay. Because so it seems your, folksy. Yeah, drop your strides, hop up onto the... Trousers. The t- yeah. yeah. Uh, drop up... Because if they call them arse hiders, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would make it sound like he wanted to look more than he does. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, he said, pop up onto the table. Yeah. And uh, I'll, he goes, I'll, I'm going out and I'll come back in and have a look. I don't know why he left for that. It is, it is. Yeah. you feel better, don't you? Maybe he's, because especially, you know, the human body is awkward when it's getting its undies off. Yes. And so he's like, I'll let you have your dignity there. Yeah, but, but I won't let you have it all day. Yes. But I'll let you have it there. So he came back in and said, oh, okay, okay. And he's having me a look around. He's like, is it there uh, on, the, on the outside? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it should be higher than that. And that's when he put his finger up my bum. Yep. And I I thought, I went, oh. Yep. And he's there like, yep, is. yep, okay, great, I found it, yep. Elvis cool. has entered the yeah. building. <laughs> and I thought definitely there was a situation where he had to go, all right, cool, I'm just going to have a look inside. Maybe. I, he hasn't committed, he has, certainly hasn't done anything wrong here. No. What he's done at worst, mm. I would say, is just hey, he's got questionable protocol because... Hang on, here's another theory. The, the thing, is, the thing is, Ando... Maybe... maybe People tense. Maybe he fell over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe so he has people, to do it. Maybe people, like, maybe it's like when you want to scare someone no, who's got the hiccups. The human, you, the you, flinch you, reflex is, I know, I know that's a good theory. Yeah. But I think the sphincter flinch <laughs> reflex is so fast, fast that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter, yeah. If, as soon as you detect something on the outer shields, yeah. everything <laughs> locks down and you're in emergency mode. Yes. For a lot of people, people that aren't expecting something to go in there. Mm. And I think it wouldn't make a difference. It actually would make more sense for him to go, here we go, fingers coming in. Yes. I'm going to put a finger in your bum. Yes. Or I'm going to digitally examine you, whatever the word is. But having said that, and this is because he's a proctologist who's Mm. been to, you know, medical school, proctology Mm. school, bum college. Mm. No, let's Mm. stick to the real. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pull myself up. I'll pull myself up there. He's been, he's done a lot of gastrointestinal stuff. He's done. And they, and he chose. He chose. he chose this area. I always thought that was interesting as well. Do they choose or do they get it assigned? Because I've got a mate that's an eye doctor and he got that assigned to him. No, you choose. What? Yeah, you get it assigned. <laughs> no. You can get it assigned. <laughs> no. Topic for another day. Okay. I'll ask you can him. get it assigned. I'm going to get it assigned. You got ophthalmology assigned. I think you put your preferences in because right. in some fields they limit it. All right. So they go, we're only going to It's too hard have, for you to get into. Well, we only have five ophthalmologists. Yeah. yeah. And they might go, but we need 25 proctologists. Yeah. So you've got to fill the field. Okay. So you might have. Literally got a bum steer and yeah, gone. Yeah. No, I ended up here. But let's just say, because he's a proctologist, mm. from the moment you walk into the room, it is understood 
to the reasonable person yes. that he, a finger could be going in there or should be going in there yeah, for, for some testing. Now, really, if you like, if you extrapolate it out and you go like, well, he should have asked, it kind of infers that you've got the right to say no, which you do, <laughs> no, but not, what are you doing in there in the first I place if you're going to say no? I don't think he asks. It's more just, hey, now I'm going to do a this. A warning. A warning. So really what asked. he did is he, he skipped the warning. <laughs> yeah. But there's no, I don't think anyone's suggesting he, he is obliged to ask no. because it would be a weird day for a proctologist for someone to come in and go, I think something's wrong with my bum. Yeah. And they go, well, can I have a look at it? And you say no. <laughs> And he goes, well, come back when you're ready because I will need to see it. Or if they go, yeah, here's, you can look but you can't touch mm. would also be a weird thing to say to a yep. proctologist because at some point it's a hands-on job. Yes, that's true. So I think he, I, I think he skipped a protocol or yep. he... he he, he skipped. He skipped a warning. I'm going to ask him. I'm in this again this week, unfortunately. So I'll 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 ask him. I'll ask him. Did he get it assigned? Yeah. <laughs> ask uh, him that. Uh, and if he says no to that, just to be fair, go. I heard ophthalmologists. Do, <laughs> I heard eye doctors do get it assigned. Yep. So you can get the full story there. And then I'll ask him. Do you do you warn? Is there a theory behind not warning? Yeah. Warn Come or no warning. Yeah, great. <laughs> Hey, last week uh, on the pod, we talked to a guy called Jake, who uh, a valued, important podcaster had listed as a special skill. Yep. At any given time during the day, I have a great feel for how many steps I've done according to my Fitbit. And he gave us some great reenactments too, if you remember the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he really took us into the moment, both of an unsuccessful one, which yeah. sort of surprised us, and a successful, successful one. one. And that's what we were hoping to recreate today. It was enough for us to go, come in here, Jake. Yeah, we want to see this. We want to see if you can pull this off. Yeah. And uh, and we caught up with him. We, we, we got in early. We said we flew him in. Mm. Um, is he flying? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't a, I'm was just so flying? used to saying it now. I don't think he was a flying. He was a flying. He was a flying. Bloody oath he was. Jeez, look at us. <laughs> just going nuts. We've lost touch with a common man. We can't even. <laughs> very, very. That was bad. That's. <laughs> we can't remember whether we were flying in blokes or Now, not. we can though. So yeah. we just managed to quickly reach back out to the common man yeah. and hold them. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't remember either, Jack, which disappoints everyone the most. Yeah. We thought you would be the last I am very person. Very common man. You're not at all. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You pretend man. that so you can get man. free things on Instagram and on your radio show, but you're not common man. It's a, it's a ruse. Um, anyway. Um, we flew him in, yeah. <laughs> as we all remember. Of we course, I'm so we're still trying to <laughs> recover from the financial we, blow. We flew Jake down yeah. uh, to see if we could test this special skill, and we caught up with him this morning. Jake, welcome. You've got your Fitbit on? I do. When was the last time you looked at it? You would have looked at it on the way. I've checked the time on the way in, so I'd have a rough idea. Okay. So, did you check the steps? I don't know how they work. Do you, does the steps always come up with the yeah, time? Yeah, the steps always come up. So, gotcha. so you can't check the time without the steps? No. So they really get in your head about steps, yep, don't they? Mm-hmm. So since we, you know, decided that we we're going to bring you in here, have you had a practice? Have you gone for oh, long walks? Or is, it, is, it, is it just naturally in your everyday life that you're pulling this thing off? That's the, that's the key, I think. I've tried a few different techniques. Obviously, the most obvious is just physically counting your steps, but yep. I, that's pretty off, surprisingly. Like, yep. if, if I count 50 out, for example, mm. it'll probably come up with, like, 44, so it's not very trustworthy. Plus, I didn't want to waste a day in Melbourne going, one, two, three. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. No, it's a beautiful day out there. I mean, we've got you in early to go and enjoy the day, mm. enjoy the city. So it's more... Really, not to get too yodery about this, but the more you try, the less successful it is. It is exactly that. Yeah, okay. so don't use just, maths, go, just use your heart. Use your instinct. 4,000, then I'm just, I'm pretty good. Probably right. Striking so about for you, it's an, it's an intuition. So 
that thing is plugged somehow yep. into yep. your intuition. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the engineers at Fitbit right now are scratching their heads going, geez, did you we put did an intuition not. pin on it? Because <laughs> I didn't. We're going to have to update our quick wrap agreement. <laughs> Fitbit 4 is going to have intuition on the Intuition box. mode. <laughs> um, all right, Jake, so if we send you out for... Three or four hours now. That's the plan. Yep. Yep. Would it rattle you now to ask you to do a steps count? Or we shouldn't even do that though, Ham, because the excitement... I mean, if he gets it now, we've lost the excitement for later on. <laughs> You're right. If, if he doesn't, it's if a he confidence trainer. Yeah, it's a confidence trainer. So Don't I do one, Jake. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do one internally. Yeah. So because we're about to seal up your Fitbit, though, yeah. we're about to encapsulate it on your wrist so you can't look at it. Mm. Yeah. Just double-checking. We sure you we would to have a quick look now to have a baseline check? Or well, we need to look at it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, But I don't want him having a guess. So I almost want you to have a look at it. I'll okay. just have a look. Is yeah, that yeah. Right? Do I tap just, it? Uh, click that little click. button. <laughs> Sorry for tapping your wrist. It's broken. Okay, <laughs> you're at 3994. Great. I just guessed 4,000 in my head before when you... Did you oh. really? <laughs> but I had you a... did say it. Yeah. You did yeah, say 4,000. Okay. Confidence builder. Confidence yeah. builder. <laughs> so, Jake... What did we agree on was the plus or minus? We remember. Outside. 50. Yeah, 50. 50. We remember. I've been running on that. That yeah. was a test. Yeah. We definitely remembered. <laughs> from, last, from last episode. Good. You yeah. passed the first test. <laughs> okay. So, so plus or minus 50, 50 that's good. Yeah. We will secure now mm. with a padlock and some electrical tape. Thank Would you. a padlock on it change the way it reads? You mean the bumping of the padlock or, or just something? a heavier arm made <laughs> my flag behind a bit. It might just think he's jumping or... Yeah. No, I think... I th- it's going to be okay. It's a, it's a pretty light padlock. Yeah, the lightest it? we can find. You know, we don't want to Im- Im- impede you, yeah. but at the same time, we don't completely trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. So, 3994. That's our baseline. Baseline. We look forward to seeing you back here in four hours. Yeah. Oh. Just take a... I mean, but stay mobile if you can. Have you got good shoes on? We yeah, good enough. Walking shoes. Yeah. Same if mobile. you go down and, and have a coffee for three hours <laughs> and then come straight back up. Because we do want to see... Yeah, if, we just lie on, if you lie on this couch, <laughs> I think we want to see another... At least, at least double. Don't we want to see another 4,000 steps yeah. at least on there? So let's get moving. Okay. Well, the only... If I get to 10,000, it's going to start vibrating in celebration of reaching 10,000. Yeah, right. Oh, Thank so you that, for that. That would be a big indicator. So okay. do you want me to try and stay below that yeah. or just smash it? Yeah. 12,000. Keep it below that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something between 5 and 10. Love it. All right. Good luck. And uh, let's uh, tape you. him up. So we taped him up. We did, Anna. We, really good job. We put a padlock on it. <laughs> Mainly for looks. It was for looks. I mean, no, I think the padlock is worthwhile because we taped, gaffer taped around the Fitbit to completely seal it up. Then we hole punched a hole through some of the tape at the end and like wrapped it back around and around a few times. And it would be very hard to replicate it. I think that's what we're going for. I mean, it was largely for looks because we just trusted him. Once we met him, we trusted him. But we say that, but the second part we did today was also based on low levels of trust. But we can't we, help it because we think the, like cheaters. Yes. The so I came we can just see said, glaring. You're the worst at it, Jay. <laughs> you can just see glaring opportunities to cheat. I mean, it's for a coin. This morning I walked in and I said, hey, I feel like he might just be counting steps yeah. out there. Yeah. And you agreed. Yeah. And so I said, maybe we combat that. This is before we met him. Maybe yeah. we combat that by giving, giving him a call yeah. while he's out there walking around. And uh, and try and mind jumble him. Yeah, jumble his thoughts. Jumble his thoughts, and uh, <laughs> just so he couldn't keep count. This is how it went. We've ducked back in the studio before the show, Ham, because um, Jake's out there with his Fitbit. This was your idea, Anna, and I really like it. Um, and it was Andy's idea to go. 
What if he's out there counting? Now, having met him now, yeah, it just doesn't seem fun. like... He just seems like very, yeah. he's very honest. Yeah. But, but, but I had this, could, this happened before we met him. It was like, if he's out there counting... Yeah, we've got to call him <laughs> to distract him. Should we just start yelling numbers as soon as he picks up? Is that Jake? Yeah. And then just go... Numbers, yeah, yeah. Because the point of this is a mind jumble. Yeah, <laughs> trying to scramble his brain in case he's he has been counting the numbers. Yeah, counting the steps. All right, it's worth um, doing just to yeah. make sure that the experiment is sound. Mm, mm. Are we, and are we doing? Is he getting a eight coin coin? We haven't no, discussed no, he's getting a one coin. one coin. If he gets it on the, the digit, he gets an eight. That's a good idea. Hello, is that Jake? Yeah, it is. 56, 126, 22, 15, 75, 28, 3,952, 85, yeah. 5.5. Yeah, infinity, pi. <laughs> e. <laughs> I was trying. Ah, we got it. We jumbled him. Okay. You obviously know what this is. This is a, a mind jumble. jumble. <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> to make sure you, you're not counting. where I am. Yeah, you forgot where he is. Oh, we didn't do. want to jumble you that bad. <laughs> we need We're you. dabbling with a magic that's too powerful for me and men. <laughs> we do need you to come back here <laughs> in about an hour. Um, um, feeling good, mate? Getting some good steps under you? Yeah, I feel like I've jumped out of the blocks a bit hard. So in terms of keeping under the 10th hour, I'm slowed down a bit, sitting okay. down for a bit of a lunch. Yeah, yeah lovely. lovely. Gorgeous. All right, we'll, we'll see, see you a bit soon. later on, mate. Yep. Catch you later. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So we've jumbled his thoughts, Sam. <laughs> we've uh, obviously given him the uh, the trip. He's just arriving back in now. Uh, Jake, come on in. The last few steps, hopefully they're calculated. Here we go. In comes Jake. Three, take two, yeah. one. <laughs> He's doing it to the ring. Take, take a seat, mate. Um, Welcome back, Jake. Jake. Uh, you can put them on if you want because uh, we probably will play a drone-type sound effect. Yeah, you want to hear the yeah, SFX? Add to the problems. How did the um, how's padlock... Your day? How's, uh, your day? how's your day? How's your day? And how did the padlock hold up? I was pretty worried about it because that real thin fr- thread. So yeah, yeah. didn't hold I think when it. I was first walking, it might have thrown the steps a little bit out because I was probably oh, right. yeah. one-sided now, with but my is, walk. Is this what you were talking about, though? With your, Are you just overthinking this now? You've got to put that out of your head because your skill is the intuition, yep. isn't it? Mm, it is. So you know, it's the vibe. I've, I haven't tried to guess anything yet. I know I haven't done 10,000 because I haven't hasn't gone berserk. Yeah. Okay. So that's the only real indicator I have. I'd be. Wow. Is there anything we can do to put you in the right state to access your intuition better? Or I can just, at some point in the conversation, go bang and just ask me. That's nice. That is nice. <laughs> Surprise. Exactly. So, yes. A, that's harder because we'd love a build up for like, you know, that. <laughs> we do like a build up. We like to circle it around. Well, can we ask where you went today? Did you, do, did you just <laughs> cut a loop or did you have some things you wanted to see in Melbourne? Well, I started out walking aimlessly and I thought that was the library up there girlfriend said that was really good to check out. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a library. So. No, sure. <laughs> library's a lot long further away. Of course, I know uh, where the libraries are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume <laughs> she's talking about the Victorian Library. Yeah, one of the best. Um, really Because you wouldn't go, let's go check out, you know, the Heidelbergs. <laughs> oh, that is good. That's good. Really good. <laughs> anyway. Thursdays, a uh, lady no. called Marielle reads a book to everyone. Jake. And it's meant to be for kids, but you can sneak in as an adult. <laughs> Jake. Let's discuss the terms. 50 either side, steps either side of your, what you suggested, the mark, yeah. will be a one coin, H&A coin. Yeah. If you get coin it, coin, prices right style mm. on the exact dollar or step amount mm. on the nose, that's the eight coin coin. Wow. Yeah, you, you've, seen, you've seen the eight coin coin now. Yeah. Actually, Jack, before we do the drone, can I ask you, you <laughs> did go to the library. 
Um, where <laughs> yeah. did you go? <laughs> um, then I swan down to the Yarra. Oh, yeah. So past the crown, that was a quite a hike. So I was a bit worried then. Like, oh, are you getting close to your ten thousand? Yeah. No returns. How many steps? <laughs> Nine thousand three hundred fifteen. Oh. Oh. Okay. Nine thousand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw your eyes roll back into your head a little bit. It was you're accessing true intuition. I don't remember what I said. Hey Andy, is it? Don't tell me it's possible to get the gaffer off without the keys. To- <laughs> To the padlock. Okay. Andy just tearing the padlock through the Sorry, gaffer. Jake, if I'm taking off any uh, um, hair or anything. Here we go. Andy's Hopefully. now got it. He's unwinding it. Hopefully it's worth 9,315. So we can see it and we're looking for 9,365 or 9,285. He's got... It's 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 a, it's available to look at. <laughs> <laughs> As we always say <laughs> during the ceremony of the Fitbit. My lord. Still intact. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the court, it is available to look at. <laughs> You're right, I didn't quite need the keys. Who press wants to press button. who wants to press it? I'd love to. Do we, yeah. And uh, I had the fun of pressing before. I've never touched one. You okay. have a go. It's gonna face you though, isn't it? Nine thousand and seventy-eight. Oh. oh, some two hundred oh, off. That's not. That's close. Oh, that's oh, really close. Disappointing. Is that close, Jake? I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Have you never worked with numbers before? No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is a good loophole for you to get it. That's actually only one number off. <laughs> Not familiar like, with the Roman numerals. Are you, are you going? I'd be relatively happy with that guess. Yeah, but yeah. on a normal day, on a normal, on a normal day. day of vibing like, it out. Yeah. This is the big time. Yeah, so. it is the big. It time. It started with a nine, and I think when we heard that, I can speak for everyone listening. You're like, great, he's on. He's on. Yeah, <laughs> he's on. Yeah, and it was within two hundred. Yeah. I mean, or yeah. three hundred. You said two hundred. Okay, two fifty. Within two fifty. Yeah. I mean, so that's really impressive. I thought we said two fifty. Yeah, side. it's pretty impressive. It's not impressive enough. You get a token of no, <laughs> token value. Of no value. Here's one for you. We attribute no value to that whatsoever. Um, I can see you're already adding a small piece of sentimental value to it <laughs> as you hold it in your hands. Well, you're this reminds to... me of the failure, sir. So. Oh, right. Oh, a bit right. of negative value. Yeah, negative sentimental value. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't hear very often. <laughs> I don't throw that out. That's got a lot of negative sentimental value for the family. That's the iron that was thrown at Grandpa's arm to break it. <laughs> Jake, thank you very much, yeah. mate. It was really on. good. It was really as good, good as you can get without taking home the, the chocolates. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.